Hey you, I'm excited you're here. Welcome to Triumph After Trauma. I'm Caitlin, aka Katie. Designer, business owner, go-getter, and most important, human just like you. I created this podcast to provide tools and support to those of you struggling to cope with a mental illness or work through a traumatic experience. Weekly, I'll share a personal story of mine, how it affected me, resources that helped me out of that dark place, and I'll end each episode with an empowering reminder. What I want for you to know is if I can make it through really tough shit and still find ways to thrive, so can you. Let's get this started. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Triumph After Trauma. I'm excited to be here. Of course, always more excited to have you here with me. If you follow me on social media, you already know that I was away for two weeks because the 13th to 17th, I was in St. Louis, but obviously the few days before that I had packing and what not to do. And honestly, as much as the trip I was on, the experience of Coach Summit, which I was able to go to thanks to Beachbody, as much as that actual experience was incredible, there were a lot of things about St. Louis, Missouri, which is where Coach Summit was held, that was not great especially the heat and lack of food options and that made for very exhausted anxious by the end of my trip miserable human being so this week i have been trying to catch back up on my nutrition catch up on sleep and focus on my new job because i am thankfully no longer stuck at no frills i was at no frills for six and a half years while getting myself through school and then I worked the pandemic. I was actually still in college when the pandemic hit. But I've since graduated. I have finally found a position that truly feels like a good foot in the door type position for me. And I am onto a new chapter of life in that sense, which is very exciting. But coming back home from such a go, go, go type trip and then being go, go, go all week, my new job has left me very tired. So I decided that these two past weeks, it was just best to actually take a break, honor what my body and mind needed, especially given that is something I promote so heavily on this podcast and just generally as a mental health advocate. With that being said, I feel like I'm getting caught up on everything I need to, to feel like myself again, finally, and I am both ready and very excited to get back to weekly episodes of Triumph After Trauma. I actually wanted to talk to you today, friends, about something that I learned in one of the workshops I was lucky enough to attend during Coach Summit through the 13th to 17th when I was in St. Louis. The simple idea is this. We are all wired differently, but not only is that okay, it is meant to be that way. The speaker who brought this up went on to then say that if we pay attention to how we're wired, how we learn best, how we best connect with people, all that goodness, if we pay attention to how we are wired and we embrace it, we, one, will more quickly actually attract 
the right type of people in our lives in all aspects of it and two it will be that much easier to be our true authentic selves i absolutely loved this workshop i loved this specific part of this first workshop i got to be part of because honestly learning to embrace who i truly am the anxiety and all the random pains and the chronic migraines i deal with and all that that can randomly affect my life in ways people wouldn't expect really embracing how i'm wired how i work what my body can cannot handle what my mind can and cannot handle all this work and it is work to actually embrace who you are and how you're wired it was so liberating it really felt once i finally was able to embrace who exactly i am and how i best function it was like a weight was lifted off me and it made it honestly a million times easier to just be my authentic self and the second it was that much easier to be my authentic self it's true all the right people I started vibing with and now I'm at this place in my life where I have an incredible partner that won't be for much longer but that is a whole other story that I'm going to explain in a few months when things really start to go down I have an amazing support system of friends family and great co-workers and even on social media I am someone who is super lucky to have nothing but a supportive group of people follow me and there are specific people that have always just stayed in touch with me and shown they care and we kind of virtually have actually grown together i am very very lucky in these ways but i really believe that if i never truly embraced who i am and the ways i work i wouldn't be here i wouldn't have the support system the friends the family who can support me the way they do i wouldn't have all of that if i had never done the work to understand how i'm truly wired and embrace every little aspect about myself the good awkward the ugly the quirky the sensual sexual if i hadn't literally every aspect of who i am how i'm functioning what makes me who i am if i did not do the work do not continue to do the work to understand that and embrace it here's where i would be instead i would be using my energy in all the wrong places i would be doing more and pretending to be more than i actually am i would be letting my anxiety and depression win because I would be doing things and trying to be things that my body and mind aren't capable of and that would actually in the long run do bad for not just myself but for the people around me because that is a form of self-sabotage and there are enough people in the world who are trying to do that to us we don't need to do it to ourselves you may be wondering how 
on earth have you managed to stop the self-sabotage and really embrace the way you're wired when you start this work when you start this journey it's not easy but what i told myself at the beginning of this journey especially on days where i was really down in the dumps and i didn't want to do the hard work to look at myself i didn't want to go to my therapy appointment whatever it was i have the choice right now of self-care or continued self-sabotage we already know what self-sabotage looks and feels like and it's crappy we don't know how good self-care true self-care can look and feel but what's the harm in trying and then that was like the quickest little mind reset of oh this is good for me right i get to do it i don't have to do it but i get to do it so let's do it as i get older and as i continue to do work on myself i do inner work to understand things about myself and the more i grow and evolve i find not being faced with self-sabotage and embracing how you're truly wired just that much easier to do but of course we're human and there are still days we struggle so on those days what do i do to choose self-care and embracing who i really am over self-sabotage and being harsh on myself number one i take out a journal grab a piece of paper or open my notepads on my phone and I write down three things that I used to do that were self-sabotage and what those counteractive things are that I now do as self-care. Next to each of them or below each of those, I write how they felt or feel. And that's a quick reminder self-care as much as it may be uncomfortable sometimes personal development as much as it may be uncomfortable sometimes is far more rewarding than self-sabotage truly embracing who you are and how you're wired is much more rewarding and far less stressful than for the sake of others approvals trying to be more than you are or be something that you don't actually want to be. One of the other things I really like to do is remind myself that how we're all wired is really our superpower. Sure, I may have anxiety and depression, and I may not have the energy that some people do, but those people may not have the skills that I do in decorating and designing homes. They may not be able to turn crappy homes into true oasises. They may not have the same personality I do, the caring, courageous personality. We all have our talents, we all have our skills, we all have our traits that really make us unique and I really like to stop and remind myself often that that is a gift and that we need to embrace these gifts we have. Our quirks and differences are our gifts. They are our superpowers. 
I'm diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder and dysemia, which is a mild but long-lasting form of depression, for those who don't know. And so I find that I can't do the go-go-go type life like some people. I can't have 20-plus things on my plate, even if they're little things, and be able to balance it all. I get tired a lot quicker than some people. I also deal with chronic migraines, so sometimes those take over and put me out for a few days. And I've just got a whole little other slew of random issues with my knees, with one of my feet. Sometimes my fingers right to my bones ache and stop me from being able to do things. Basically, at 30 years old, I'm a beautiful but broken little human being. And there are times where it's hard to accept that I can't do the things some people can. I can't go, go, go like some people can. I don't have the energy quite as often as some people do, like that super crazy positive energy. I just don't have it as often as some people do, but sometimes it was really frustrating for me. It's not as much anymore because I'm learning to embrace just who I am and how I function, but there were times where it really, really disappointed me and I would try to force myself to do more, be more, show up more than I was actually capable of. All it did was lead to hurting myself and people who care about me. So that is a very big one for me. Try to see it sooner rather than later. That everything going on with you, everything you have, the ways you learn, the ways you grow, what makes you uniquely you, it's a superpower, not a curse, not something wrong with you. And quite honestly, the third thing I do is something that I actually do every single day. I work on understanding myself, understanding past childhood traumas, understanding what maybe I haven't actually healed from that I thought I had. And I constantly work at myself because when I constantly work at myself and understand how I'm wired, the ways I work, why I show up in the world how I do, it makes it easier to appreciate myself because I actually understand who I am. It makes it that much easier to give myself grace, be patient with myself, and it makes it easier to just grow into a better version of myself. But if I don't constantly do this work, if I don't constantly try to understand myself and all the ways that I work and function, I'm not going to be able to appreciate it because I'm not going to understand it. So doing the constant work to understand who you are and why you are the way you are is very important. Before I let you go today, I would like to remind you of something I think is extremely important. Some people are actual advocates and part of their job is to speak out publicly about certain things. Some of us choose to be open about things we're going through, illnesses we have, traumas we may experience, because we want other people in the world to know they're not alone. We want to be a light of source for people, and that is fine. But there are some people who just don't like to be open about things, don't share publicly what's going on with them, and that is also okay. But 
just because somebody is not talking about an issue, not sharing their mental illness, whatever it is, does not mean that they don't have issues. So don't look at people who aren't sharing things thinking they must not have problems. They're so lucky. Some of us are just more open about what's going on with us or our actual advocates. That's the only difference. But every single human on this planet is going through something. Everyone in their lifetime will experience the feelings of anxiety and depression. We all experience stress, overwhelm. Unfortunately, a lot of us, possibly all of us, will at some point in our lives experience burnout. We're really no different from one another in the sense of being humans who have something going on and we're just trying to make the most of the one life we have. In that sense, we are no different. What exactly we're all going through, how we deal with it, of course, all of that is different, but we all are going through something. So please never look at another person and think, oh, they must have it so much better. They don't talk about problems, they must not have them. We're not here to play the blame game. We're not here to play the compare game. We're here to make the most of our lives, every single one of us. That is my basic reminder. We're all humans. And in one sense, we're all alike. But all of those little quirks, all of those little things that make us different, they're our superpowers. I want you to never forget that. Don't look at somebody else and think that they have more superpowers than you or that they're more capable than you or anything like that. Because I guarantee you, that's not the truth. We're all humans, we're all unique in our own ways, and we're all damn capable. I hope if you're struggling to see your quirks, mental illness or illnesses or anything else as your superpower and as something that makes you uniquely beautiful, I hope this episode helped you today. I am so grateful to know you. I'm happy you're here with me on this journey and I cannot wait to chat with you all again next week, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, tell someone about it who needs to hear this message or share it on social media and tag me at this is Katie, K-A-I-T-E-Y, so we can connect. Life is a wild journey, but we're on it together, and I'm so glad. You're never truly alone. I appreciate you, I love you, and I will talk to you soon.